Aloha, thank you for pressing play. Welcome to the Eating Curve Balls for Breakfast podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Mahoy, and your biggest fan when it comes to hitting those curveballs that life, sports, or parenting can throw you right out of the park. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. Happy Aloha Tuesday. We missed a couple of days of the podcast, um, but we are back now. And wanted to share just a quick story of something that inspired me over the weekend. Um, I've been trying to record this podcast episode and it might it keeps getting interrupted and, it, and the recording has been getting interrupted too. So hopefully it goes smoothly this time. But um, something that inspired me over the weekend was just watching our 16-year-old compete in freestyle wrestling for the first time. So she is a junior in high school now, started wrestling in high school as a freshman but they wrestle folk style in high school. And um, now that she's wrestling club wrestling for the first time, she has to learn freestyle, which is also what they do in college. And it's a whole new thing. It's a new scoring system and, um, you know, different rules and whatnot. And so I like we're watching the match and we're having a hard time figuring out like who's scoring and what, when and why and what the points are and all that. And so um, it's fun, but it's like it's it's like a fun new adventure, right? Like, it was cool, like wrestling, uh, when she first started folk style, it was like this whole journey, and then now it's like a whole new thing, um, which is which is always interesting and fun, and brings about lots of challenges, and I love that she's willing to get outside her comfort zone, and not just keep herself in a situation where she knows she can be pretty successful, and be one of the better ones, but is willing to jump into like this whole world and kind of start all over again in some sense where she's um you know it's learning a whole new thing basically a whole new style and a whole new set of rules and ways to score and uh, the situations are different it's not like you can just do exactly the same thing as you do in folk and and um and it'll work just you know the exact same way so it it was it was interesting to watch her compete on Saturday and we didn't expect that she was going to have to face one of the better, you know, girls in the state, if not one of the best in the state at her weight class and uh, someone who has traveled and, you know, has been doing this particular style of wrestling for quite some time and is pretty experienced and um, she lost. She actually got teched, which means she lost by 10 points. And But we saw some really good things, and we saw, obviously, some things that she needs to work on. But the thing that encouraged me the most, and the, really the thing that inspired me the most, was that, um, you know, she wasn't intimidated by the fact that this girl is supposed to be better than her. <laughs> she still went out and, and tried to do, you know, different things and um, challenged her the best she could. And then after it was over, her response is always you know, in any situation in wrestling where she's facing kids that are better than her um, these last few years, it's like she's just always looking forward to uh, facing them again. So she's not discouraged by the loss as much as inspired by like, okay, um, I know I have to work on, I know I'm going to get better. And I know the next time that we face each other, I can do even better than I did this time. And so I know that that's been something that's really helped her progress and do as well as she's done and um it's just it's just really cool to see that uh, come through and you know see her excited to wrestle against someone who she may not beat the next time or maybe not even the next time but 
she just knows that every time she faces these wrestlers that are more experienced or more technical than she is or has more skill at this point that she's only going to get better and it sure makes our job as parents pretty easy when you know she's coming out of loss already with the kind of mentality and the kind of perspective that is going to be helpful you know in her journey so it really makes it fun for us to to watch and to be a part of and you know it's not that it's always that easy like this past school year she lost conference championship and she lost the state championship so she came in twice for she came in second um for both and and second is really hard like second is a is a tough spot to be in to it's it's hard to swallow sometimes and so you know that wasn't easy and um it was it was that one's tough too because the girl she lost is a senior so she's not going to get to face her again right she's not going to get to try and try another time and and see if she could get to the point where she could uh def- defeat this competitor this particular competitor so so second second for me is like that feels t- that that feels tough uh sometimes even more difficult than third in some cases because you know you're generally having a pretty good season and then you you end on a loss and that's that can be difficult for a team an athlete who's been winning who's been doing good who's been having a great season and then you're finally in the competition that you really want to be in and it doesn't quite go the way that you had hoped or the way that you'd worked for the way that you wanted and um, I know how how tough it is and I know if you've ever been second in sports (laughs) you know what I'm talking about uh, but it's still definitely a learning experience and it still um, doesn't negate the hard work and the efforts that you put into what you do. And it doesn't make you any less of a human being, for sure, that you ended up on that side of the coin versus, you know, the the side that has the points all on, you know, your end of the scoreboard. So, um yeah, just some, you know, just kind of where we're at in this journey. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing her continue to learn and grow. And we'll see how her trip goes. We're actually not traveling with her. So she'll be going up with coaches and teammates and whatnot to Texas, I believe. I don't think she's ever been to Texas before. So that'll be a new experience, too. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to that. And that was fun. And then the other cool thing that happened over the weekend was that we got to go on a family hike on Sunday. We haven't gone for quite some time. And that's something that we love to do. And it's, it's really relaxing. We get some beautiful views and, you know, get to do something fun together. So that was cool. And then uh, we got a dog, which I have been trying to, um, trying to avoid. I don't know if that's the right word, but, you know, the little ones have been asking for a dog. We used to have dogs before and all our older girls are or older kids are familiar with helping with dogs and taking care of them and all that stuff. And our younger, our younger kids really haven't had that experience yet. I think our 10 year old who was our fifth child, she was a baby when we had dogs before. And so she never even got to, you know, she was too young to help. She was too young to really play with them or anything. So, um, so she, the 10-year-old, and our eight, six, and three-and-a-half-year-old are all like, oh, can we get a puppy? Can we get a dog? And I'm like, you guys don't have any idea what it means to have a pet and to have to, you know, take care of them day in and day out. This is not something that you can do, do some of the time, right? This is something that you have to do 
every day consistently whether you want to do it or not so I mean there's good lessons there of course but I also know I am under no illusion that the kids are going to do it every single time and you know it's going to be some easy peasy thing I know that there are going to be times that I'm going to have to get out there and I'm going to have to help out just like we all help out with everything else in the house and so um I know that saying yes to the dog means saying yes to being involved with helping with the dog, even though it's not my idea to get the dog. <laughs> um, and plus, like I said, the younger ones have no idea what it's like, what it means to, you know, how to take care of a dog. So someone's got to be out there and, you know, show them what to do and, you know, all that stuff. So that's usually going to be me because I'm the one that's home during the day with them to uh, <laughs> to work on those things. But so far, so good. It's only been a couple of days. They're super, you know, excited still and very helpful. And it's not a puppy. It's actually an adult dog. So this adult dog already has some training. She already knows how to behave. And uh, it's a Frenchie, so it's not a big dog. It's a dog that's a uh, size that the kids can handle and can manage and, you know, aren't overwhelmed by. And uh, she's actually a really good dog, honestly. And so... Uh, uh, she's growing on me is what I'm gonna say <laughs> she's growing on me and and hopefully uh it doesn't turn into be some kind of super stressful thing that's that's the only thing that I was concerned about was like I really didn't feel like I was in a place where I wanted to add one more thing to my plate which was going to be something that demanded a daily you know daily time and energy but um here we are and, and she's growing on me so I, I'm sure it'll be fine and if it isn't, if there ever comes a time when she needs a new home, that's always an option. We've got, you know, we actually picked her up in that same manner. Like we were just talking about how the kids were asking for a dog and these different things were coming up. And one of our friends is was actually the owner of this dog and he's got other dogs too. And he's like, you know what, we have a dog you guys can have. And we, you know, he's got, there's health issues in their families. So he's like, we don't need all these dogs and we need some help. So you guys can come by, take a dog. <laughs> So that's basically basically what happened. We went by, we had a you know a couple dogs for us to choose from, and this is the one that came home with us. So so then the whole thing was trying to name this dog, which was interesting. I'll share that another time. But um, but yeah. So you know, sports a great way to learn life lessons. Pets, dogs. You know, having this responsibility to take care of every day, whether you feel like it or not, it's another another you know life lesson that the kids get to actually live out and participate in and see for themselves so it'll be fun I'm sure and and she's like I said she's a great dog so anyway that's what's going on <laughs> that's what's going on over here in this part of the world and um, a lot of people have been messaging me asking if our family is safe because they're hearing about the flooding and I guess it's made the news in the mainland U.S. and we are we're on an island. Uh, I think Kauai is Kauai is the one that's being hit the hardest, and uh, they've got the most flooding. So that's not the island that we are on. And there were parts of this island that caught a lot of rain, and the roads were kind of flooded. But we're on the part of the island that tends to be drier um, in general. So we haven't experienced much of that at all, and so we are keeping everyone who is. Uh, getting a lot of that rain and, and enduring the flooding in our thoughts and prayers and we hope that um, it really eases up on everyone soon. We love the rain and we do know we we need the rain but uh, hopefully it kind of just eases into you know more moderate kind of conditions. 
So, you know, our thoughts and prayers are out there with everyone who is dealing with the flooding. Um, but for those of you who have messaged or for those of you who are wondering if it's affecting affecting our family in particular, um, so far we're we're okay. So far so good. So um hopefully it stays that way and, and hopefully it eases up on everyone that is is dealing with it right now. But thank you so much to everyone who reached out and who's been thinking of, of us and and praying for all of our safety. So we appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here on the podcast and listening in. Uh, I've got some interviews coming up this week that I know you'll enjoy. So stay on the lookout for that. Um, We'll probably record them this week and publish them next week. So you'll be hearing those interviews probably, um, possibly at the end of this week, but most likely next week. Um, So I'll be talking to Renee Longoria of Game Day Coffee, which is very interesting um, concept that's going on. Go look them up if you haven't heard of Game Day Coffee. I know they're on Facebook. And then I'll be talking with Ken Olson of Fast Pitch Northwest, who we've had here for camps and clinics. My daughter actually went up to their uh, event in Washington a few years back. So we'll be excited to have Ken on the call. We're going to be talking about some things that you may need to keep in mind during the college recruiting process and just kind of hear a little bit about Ken, his story, things that he's learned along the way. I'm sure he's going to share lots of really awesome tips with us. So uh, that's who we'll be talking with this week. And you can uh, look forward to Yeah, We're going to be looking forward to probably putting those out next week. So be on the lookout for that. All right. Hope you're having a good week so far. It's Tuesday. And, um, gosh, we're already into April, so summer's coming up real fast. I know you're wrapping up, you know, spring season. Hope all is going well with that. Finish strong, have fun, and uh, really just enjoy the time that you have out there on the field. Um, Hopefully the weather is holding up for you. I know a lot of places in the mainland are like, can you please stop snowing? We want to play ball. So I hope that you get some really good games in soon and uh, just enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Thanks so much for being here. Bye-bye.